Welcome to the I Am Woman Project. I'm your host, Catherine Plano. I am a creative soul adventurer, a modern day alchemist, and a transformational coach for entrepreneurs, businesses, leaders, and for those who want to break the cycle of convention and redefine success one step at a time. I am on a mission to empower the conscious people of this world, those who seek to learn, grow, understand and become the very best version of themselves that they can be. Every week we have thought leaders, change instigators and inspirational human beings from around the globe that offer you profound teachings and recent discoveries from the world of neuroscience, positive, cognitive and spiritual psychology to help you build wealth, health, love and achieve lasting transformation. So join us here every week for new lessons on how to lead a life that matters, how to escalate your life after failure, and how to inject more meaning, connection, and resilience into your life and your business. This week, as always, we have another super amazing guest for you. We have Erin Telford. Erin is a breathwork facilitator and a healer, acupuncturist, Reiki master, herbalist, and a teacher of David Elliott's Level 1 Breathwork Healer Training. Her work guides people to look within, open their hearts, and heal their relationship with themselves. Her group sessions, trainings, and retreats empower clients to connect their innate wisdom so that they can find the answers they are looking for. Erin believes that we all hold core wounds and limiting beliefs that subconsciously run our lives. When we somatically release them from the emotional body and the nervous system, there is freedom on the other side. Our emotions are messengers with information that let us know where to direct our healing and compassion. By de-stigmatizing emotions and the human experience, we can take shame off the table and start to really deal with what's under the depression, anxiety, and patterns that keep us contracted. It's now time to tune into this one very enlightened human being. Enjoy. So today I'm super excited. We have Erin Telford. Welcome to I Am Woman Project. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to have you on the show. So the way that we love to start the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration her unique story. So tell us, Erin, how did you get to do what you do today? I, I love that question and I'm always at a loss for where to start. <laughs> There's, you know, it's like you can rewind back to childhood. You can re- I can rewind back 10 years. Um, I think I could probably start in 2010. Um, I was working, or I guess 2009, I had moved to New York and, um, oh wait, no, I'm going to rewind even more. In 2005, I had moved to New York. Um, few months prior and was working uh, for Prada in a luxury fashion showroom, you know, showing clothes to buyers. And it was a place that I wanted to be, a place that I had, you know, kind of coveted and worked to get to. And I was there and absolutely realizing I was miserable. I didn't like what I was doing. It wasn't a supportive workplace. And um it's really around the first time that I started to really uh, pray and pray and speak to the universe and speak to spirit. And 
um, really feel into, you know, I'm, I'm at this place. I thought this is where I wanted to be, but it's nothing like I thought. And I'm so unhappy. What is my next step? What do I need to do? And that went on for about six months until I found acupuncture school. I was delivered through just a beautiful um, sign from the universe that acupuncture was supposed to be the thing that I was doing and the direction that my life was going to go into. And that was really the first entry point for me into healing, you know, healing as a career, healing as a practice and as a modality and as a direction for my life. And really everything, um, everything changed then. It was, uh, it was the first time in my life that I'd ever really felt um, so invested and so passionate and so excited and so voracious in learning and studying and growing and investing my time. And so from there in 2010, I started my acupuncture practice and it's really been a process. You know, it's almost 10 years now that I've been doing healing work. And so acupuncture was like my entry point And it was, I call it my first love. Chinese medicine is so incredible and so potent and such a beautiful ancient medicine that's so um, powerful for us to use today. Um, but I just kept going and I kept finding, you know, I kept on having healing experiences that blew my mind. And every time I learned something that blew, or experienced something that blew my mind, I wanted to learn it and I wanted to share it with other people. So the progression from acupuncture to Reiki and now to breath work has been that 10 year span. And it's really been about for me, you know, finding tools. I think most of the people that I know that offer that do healing work as their as their profession, they really, you know, we all needed tools. We all felt um, undone. We felt depressed. We felt anxious. We felt traumatized. We felt confused. We felt sad. We felt lost. And we all needed to find ways to make sense of the world, to soothe ourselves, to take care of ourselves. And we needed to find medicine that worked for us and our particular soul essence. And so I think that most of the people, myself included, that that offer healing as um, as one of their gifts are people that that really needed to learn specific ways of healing and helping themselves. And then once you feel stable and ready and capable, then you want to share those tools with other people. So it's been a progression for me from being able to just sink my, you know, sink my um, my heart into these practices and um, learn them and ground within them and expand within them so that I can offer them and share them with other people. And I'm just hitting like another little pocket of growth at this point in time. I have a new teacher that I'm working with and I'm starting to see the glimmer of kind of something else on the horizon, something else that I've never done before that I'm very uh, excited and looking forward to kind of unearthing within me. Mm, that's got me curious. Oh, cool. Me too. Are we, are we, are we allowed to unpack what that is? Um, well, I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're on search of what that ne next thing is. Yeah, I mean, I uh, search might be. Let's see. Do I do I like that word? I think um, seeking. It's because uh, it's it's inside already. It's something that I own that's part of me that hasn't been unearthed yet. Mm, yeah. So it's not an external search or seek. It's just a deeper. Um, 
it is what I've found through working with different teachers. And I've only had like one official teacher in my life. Um, so what I found found through working with this other person is that there were parts of me that um, only she could see that my other teacher, um, because of who he is, and I mean, he could see a lot, but there are parts of me that had had not been developed and that had kind of been atrophying and had been shrunken because they weren't witnessed by anybody. So for me, it's more of a process of like drawing something out that already exists within me and nurturing it rather than um, creating something new that's external or outside or like looking around to see what the next thing is. Mm, that's very much that's why I changed search because it's very external to seek because then seek is really going seek within yes 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 yes, yes. yeah okay thank you (laughs) no it's it's an an amazing a journey from acupuncture to reiki to breath work what kind of breath work do you do so um you know there's so many different types of breath work that all fall under this category of I would say probably emotional release or you know, transformational um, trauma healing. And the type of breathwork that I practice doesn't actually have a trademark name. So it was created by David Elliott about 30 years ago. And part of his, his agreement with the universe to be able to hold this practice and teach this practice um, is that he wouldn't claim it. He wouldn't, he wouldn't trademark it. He wouldn't put kind of his mark on it um, because he is a, he's an earth guardian and he's very, he has a, a beautiful relationship with um, ownership and exchange with the universe. And so he, he, you know, he profits from the practice of course, but he's not putting his name on it because the breath is for everybody and the breath is free. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's, it's very responsible. It's very, I mean, not that trademarking a name is irresponsible or, or lacking in integrity, but for who he is and what he represents, it's very much in alignment with that. So I really appreciate that about him. Mm, very, res- re- I, I would even say respectful. Yeah. It's mm. very respectful. Definitely. Yeah. So Erin, for our listeners, because I'm big on acupuncture, I've been getting acupuncture, I think, for over 20 years, which I absolutely love. Would you like to explain it? Because you'll probably do a better job than what I would, because from my understanding, it's working with the meridian, then it unblocks any kind of energy that's stored within the body. And from my experience, I've had big shifts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Would you like to explain your version of what acupuncture is and the benefits and how it works on on our physical mental and emotional and spiritual sure um so i haven't actually been practicing for about two years now um because i left it as a um i left it as as a practice when i left new york to travel a couple years ago and i've been mainly focusing on breath work um but i absolutely love acupuncture and receive it regularly and um like I said, it's, it was like my first, it was my entry point. So it truly is a very first um, love for me. Um, and just in a, in a very basic, basic way, acupuncture works by either moving energy, tonifying energy, or draining energy. So it's going to supplement you with energy where you're deficient, whether that's in your, um, your organ systems or, or your chi. 
and it's going to drain energy where there's too much like heat or inflammation or um, yeah, basically heat and inflammation or fevers, anything where there's like excess excessness in your body and then it'll move energy where energy is stuck and that could be energy that's stuck presenting as pain in your body or energy that's stuck presenting as anger energy that's stuck presenting as like apathy and just stagnation in your life and what I really ended up doing with acupuncture towards the the end before I decided to uh, just focus on breath work was working with the eight extra channels. So there are the 12 organ channels, and then there are these eight extra channels that are really points of um, uh, karmic, um, our karmic paths. So I really got into more like the esoteric type of acupuncture where you were um, telling the body stories and redirecting the body through the points that you chose. And every um, man, I wish I could remember the one story I would tell, but that these eight different extra pathways, they would, um, you would feel them in the pulse. You would feel this particular pulse presentation, and then you could see where someone had either. And I mean, I don't really believe that anyone can get off their path necessarily. You know, we can get, um, we can make different choices that lead us into maybe having more lives down the line because we didn't complete something and we need to repeat it. Um, I don't think we can miss our life. I don't think we can make any mistakes. Um, but these are, they were just kind of um, areas of fine tuning where you could more like a gentle nudge, like saying, hey, come over here. It'll be, it'll be better for you over here um, if you align with this. So that's really, I really liked using those particular points and working more with the emotions and working more with trauma and depression and anxiety and those areas are just always so ripe and rich for me. And I feel like you can make the most change in people's lives. If you're obviously, I would think you, you agree with this too. And probably most of your listeners, you have to go under the surface to make true change. It's not just about changing your habits or your mindset or 10 easy tips. We have to really get in there to the subconscious and to the root of what's creating pain and suffering for us internally to actually make big changes in our lives. Mm, absolutely and sometimes that could be a little bit daunting for some because they can't blame anymore they have to you know they're they're aware that you know if they want to make the changes it's up to them right doing the deep work so when you're talking about these uh eight points are they aligned with the chakras um no No. yeah that uh, yeah the system of chinese medicine doesn't doesn't have anything to do with the chakra system so there are definitely points that align with the with the energy centers and the chakra system, um, but it's a totally different um, system of medicine. Mm, love it. So, Erin, during your adventurous journey, what has been one of your greatest lessons that you have learned thus far? Mm, my very favorite one um, is learning that um, grounding has very little to do with your location and how many nights you stay in an Airbnb or how many planes you get on. But that I really learned that my body is my home and that I can be grounded, stable, peaceful, and steady within when I, when I know that. So that was a beautiful just kind of lesson to learn that I could feel totally stable no matter what time zone I'm in, 
you know, and how many different places I live within a month, I could still be at home within myself and within my body. Oh, I love that. And I'm sure our listeners will love that too for those that do travel uh, a lot. I know for me, I found when I used to travel a lot more, and we're talking about years ago now, it was one of the things that living in a suitcase was got to a point where it was doing, doing my head in. Um, and that information would have come um, uh, or I would have been very open to that information if I was aware of that information back then. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah, I think it's really it's a it's a it was a it was a surprise gift for me, absolutely, because I think we think we depend on our external environment for stability so much, and it's so much more, um, yeah, safe and consistent if we find it within. Mm, so true, absolutely. And the other question that we love to ask our women of inspiration is about pain points. We believe everyone's got pain points. What would be one of your biggest or some of your biggest pain points? whether it's in business and life, um, and then how do you work through them and, and find a solution through your pain points? So um, tell me how you would define a pain point, and I'll give you a good one. Mm, my pain point, for example, is uh, I, I outsource my pain points. My pain points would be things like social media, uh, because to me that I was just it takes a lot of time and energy, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it'd be things like I don't like spreadsheets. Uh, when it comes to finance, I outsource that. So these are pain points for me. Okay, okay. I I initially thought emotional pain point. Oh, so. even well, that and that's yeah. business I'm talking about. But if you've, yeah. I mean, it could be even in a life emotional pain yeah. points. I mean, what the first one that comes to mind, and I'll just share this one, um, because this is what I'm currently working on is that um, I have, I have been challenged to take myself seriously, for the wisdom that I carry, and the information that I've earned and learned um, over the years, and it's prevented me from, from being bigger and sharing more. Um, because I have this, um, I've had this mindset where I've thought if it comes naturally to me, I think everybody knows it. And what I'm realizing more and more when I'm learning and what's growing my confidence and my ability to share even more is that um, I'm, I'm starting to realize that not everybody knows what I know. And all the stuff that I consider to be very like uh, common knowledge or common sense um, is actually wisdom that's unique to me and it's not the way that everybody else thinks and it's not the way that everybody else feels and so I think the pain point has just been really um, self-validating and self-acknowledgement of what I carry and what I've learned over the years and the hard you know so much of our wisdom as teachers and leaders and healers is is hard earned and really just um, validating myself in in what I have gone through to be able to understand the things that I know. Mm, I love that. And you know, it's, it is through our experience that only then can we share our experiences or teach others our experiences. And it's so true. The things that uh, are wisdom for us that we think is common knowledge is not common knowledge all the time. It's not till you actually open up and start talking about them that you realize that maybe uh, that is your inner wisdom coming out. And as you're saying, it's, it's, it's got to be seeking within from within and then externally. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I think even, I mean, the cool thing I think about there being so many amazing voices out in, in the world right now is that, you know, you can even be saying something that's, that might be a, a similar flavor of what somebody else is saying, but your channel is so unique and your take on it is so unique. And what you've lived through is so unique that there's, it's not even the same. It ends up being a completely different piece of information and soul sharing. So Mm. I'm getting over that for 2020. (laughs) Yeah. And what a year, 2020, not just, you know, a new era, a new decade, a new new year, and Mm -hmm. also a new age, the age of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. So we're stepping into massive, massive, massive uh, year for 2020. I mean, it's already so clear from world events that I know. You know, we're we're growing. We're going to grow bigger than we ever have before, and I think we're all ready. Mm, so true. Or we're going to get ready. We're going to get ready. We're going to be ready, or we're going to get ready. Yeah, so true. <clears throat> so, Erin, what do you think is one quality that everyone must have? Oh, you know, uh, two of my favorite qualities in people are um, – generosity and and enthusiasm and i let's see i i don't know if everyone needs to have those qualities but i think enthusiasm is magnetic and enthusiasm is contagious and it's generative and it's attractive so having something that you love something that you're excited about something that you believe in something that you feel strongly about I think that that's, that's a quality of that feeds life, that really allows life to grow and allows other people to connect into that energy stream that you're creating. So I think it's a very, um, it's a connective, magnetic, just beautiful quality to have as a human being, no matter what industry you're in or what you're doing, to be, to have a, some amount of a lust for life that makes you excited and passionate and, um, delighted and um yeah I, I think that's the one mm, I love that absolutely love that and Erin I'm curious as well because we've had a couple of uh of women on the show that are very spiritual in nature or well, everyone's spiritual in nature but actually run a business uh that is aligned with uh spiritual practices how mm-hmm. do you go about um putting yourself out there because I know that there's a lot of um, guests that we've had that were saying that it's taken such a long time um, purely because, you know, maybe it could be a time thing. It could be about, you know, keeping themselves small. It could even be about whether the market is ready for the information. So for our listeners that are in that same field, uh, what advice would you give them? You know, I think this is going to tie into, you know, one of my nuggets for the listeners. And, you know, with this entry into 2020, uh, one of the things that I'm really, really feeling and um, I saw I've been seeing this because I, I also was coaching people on being able to grow their spiritual businesses over the years and cultivate, you know, abundance and be able to actually make a really great living doing this work is that you know, the, the time for fear really has to be over um, because our gifts are not are not just for us. Like we, we incarnated as human beings on this earth because we have specific knowledge and specific gifts that we're meant to share with people. So if we give 
all of the all of the control and power over our innate gifts to people that we don't even know then everybody loses like we lose because our our expression of our soul is inhibited and arrested and everybody else loses because we need as many people with as many gifts and as many creative solutions and as much access to spirit and the other world like on board talking sharing creating programs available for one-on-one healings we need all those people right now mm-hmm. like with what's happening in the world we need all the medicine online so you can't let fear stop you you can't let criticism stop you you can't let judgment stop you you can't get you can't let all oh, the world's not ready stop you like someone out there needs you so badly and if you aren't sharing you know, you could, you could save someone's life. You could give someone a reason to live another day. You could live, give someone a reason to live another hour. So our medicine has to be bigger than us. We have to be, I don't really like using have to, but it feels that with things that are happening in the world, the consequences of not bringing more healing online and not bringing more medicine online is going to be, could be destructive. Mm. So we need to balance out as much as being destructive and the destruction energies that are present in the world. We need to balance it out with more healing energy and more people that are willing to, who have these codes and who have this medicine to be able to create solutions for our environment that have never been seen before. We need those people to be talking and sharing. And I think that I don't want anyone to be motivated from like a dire, disastrous place. But that quality of enthusiasm and passion, I I would hope that people would love and believe in whatever they're doing because it's helped change their lives so much that they that they can't not talk about it. Mm. That's what's helped me. I've just been like, I can't not talk about it. I don't care if people think it's weird. Some people do think it's weird. It doesn't matter. I'm not talking to those people. I'm talking That's to right. people that need my help. Mm. Yeah. So true. And I, I think it's so true. When you're saying about you could uh, potentially save somebody's life, uh, and that's the – I get emails all the time. Um, I do writing on a regular basis and even these podcasts. Uh, and for me, I do it as a way of giving back to the community mm. and purely because just hearing what it does to that one person or how that one interview or that one article has sh- uh, shaped uh, and shifted their mindset – that just gives me the fuel to continue to do what I do. And I think that that's really important to always consider. It's not about you don't do it for you. You're doing it for others. You're doing to be of service to others. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that. Like, and you know, all it takes, you put yourself out there and you get that one email or that one comment that says, like, I, I needed this today. Like, I really needed this today. And then... And then you can keep going, you can keep going because you have the, you have the exchange, you've offered your heart and then you're receiving gratitude for it. And like, you can know that you're yeah not doing it for yourself, but doing it to serve, letting yourself be abundantly compensated and receive and grow and be able to live your life well through the work you do. But yeah, we have to share our gifts for mm. so many reasons. 
I love that. So Erin, what advice would you give your younger self if you went back in time? Oh, how young? How young? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> how young do you want to go? <laughs> oh my gosh, I needed so much advice. Um, let's see. I mean, you know, not to oversimplify it, but I think that um, I remember being in a space, I think probably the most kind of bottomless that I've ever felt was probably around like 21, 22. And, you know, uh, big party days, you know, doing a lot of drugs, drinking a lot, and um, just not kind of at a, at a very beginning point of, um, of, of a spiritual kind of beginning point of a self healing, um, you know, uh, exploration, but not really knowing where to turn and not really having a lot of support, not really having anyone who, who was like older than me, not having any guidance. And just kind of fumbling around for for ground, you know, trying to grab at a life raft somehow. And I think I would tell that person that, you know, she she's going to be okay and she's going to do great things. And every single thing that she's going through right now is going to be thing. They're going to be things that she can share. And things that she can use to help other people and every every wound, every moment of pain, every moment of depression, every moment of self-doubt is going to teach her how to help other people to get through those things as well with grace. So it's I'm, I would just tell her it's all worth it. It's all worth it. And just keep going. You can do it. Mm, I love that. And Erin, as we start wrapping up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration, pick one word that best describes her personal brand. What would be that one word for you? You know, I think the first thing that comes to mind is warm. warm. I think warm. I, yeah. I, I think my personal brand feels accessible and I think it feels kind and I think it feels approachable. Um, and I think it feels yeah, I think that there's a, a sweetness and an availability that my brand has that really um, allows people to get really vulnerable and um, and feel really safe. Mm, I love that. Beautiful. And the last question as we wrap up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to pick three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to leave for our listeners today. And that could be three practical exercises exercises for our audience. Well, I would say for anyone that's interested in breathwork, I do have a guided free video on my website and it's seven minutes long. Um, you can use it in place of a guided uh, seated meditation. It'll get your energy moving. It'll um, produce a really nice, gentle, uh, beautiful vibration in your body and probably open up your heart a little bit. So if you're curious, um, that's a great place to start with breathwork. Um, let's see. One of my favorite practices right now and and that has been for a while is grounding. So I feel like with all that is happening on earth right now, I see a ton, a ton, a ton of ton of anxiety and overwhelm. And so you can always, if you're feeling that way, if you're in that space, you can go outside. Hopefully it's warm enough where you are and be able to um, just take off your shoes you can lay on the earth and put your feet flat on the earth, or you can just sit uh, with your feet on the ground and you can ask permission from mother earth to 
uh, to be able to compost and recycle some of those feelings of overwhelm or anxiety, panic, fear, and just allow her to wick those away from your body and let them be released to the earth to be composted and transformed into energy that can be used for good. And let's see, last one. What's my last nugget? I think I'm just going to just piggyback on the on the sharing of the gifts. I think that um, one of the collective agreements that we've had that um, the unknown is scary uh, needs to uh, needs to be alchemized and needs to be transformed into something that will actually allow us to grow and take some bigger risks and step into more of our power and creativity this year. Um, because as I as I said before, I really feel that all the medicine that we all carry is needed and no contribution is too small. Mm. Again, if you can bring a smile to your Uber driver or, um, you know, write a personal vulnerable post on Instagram that helps somebody get through their day, there's no contribution that's too small. So please share your hearts, please share your creativity and please let whatever your unique medicine is come through. And you don't have to be a healer to do that. You just have to be a human. Oh, I love that. Thank you so very much. So Erin, yep. where is the best place for our listeners to find you? Um, so two places, uh, either on Instagram, I'm at Erin Telford underscore underscore or my website, erintelford.com. Mm, thank you so very much. You are very warm and very approachable. Thank I, can, <laughs> I feel nice and warm just having a conversation with you. Thank you so much for your time, your energy and sharing your wealth of wisdom with us. Thank you. Thank you for sharing me with your listeners. I'm so happy to have uh, had this conversation with you and sharing it with them. Thank you. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard and this topic really resonated with you and you think it will help others, please share the show with your friends to help us make a difference. And if you want to be part of our mission to help empower the conscious people of this world to learn and grow, then the best way to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes or please subscribe to the show. The more subscribers, the better the speakers for the show, which then means more value for you so that together we can help the world become a better place. Don't give it another thought. Hit the subscribe button and help people get their weekly lessons. And when you do, please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplanner.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter or Facebook at Katherine That's it for now. Until next week, wishing you a fabulous day.